So first of all, I want to say that um, to be standing here and or sitting here with two people whose books inspired me and who are leaders and scholars of Rumi, and to be a, a guest invited to share my experience is really a, a humbling and an honor. So thank you very much to be here tonight. And uh, I, like many of you, I also want to extend to some of the other leaders of various religious groups. My friend Ramananda from the Integral Yoga Institute is here. And my dear friend Rabbi Awad Zafi, I don't know who he is. Awad is also an interpreter of Rumi within the Jewish tradition. So that itself, that alone, is an expression of something that's happening with Rumi, something deep is happening. The fact that all of you are here tonight is something that is an expression of that, of that movement that is afoot. Something is happening with Rumi, and that something is that he is unabashedly in love. Rumi isn't shy or coy. He is the medicine for a generation that has post-traumatic God disorder. <laughs> His medicine is the medicine that bridges between religion and its creed and beliefs and spirituality with emphasis on feeling and experience. His medicine is the medicine of the psalmist who says, Ta'amu ur'u kitov Hashem. Taste and see that God is good. Not because your father, your mother, your priest, your rabbi said it, but because you know it in your heart. His medicine is true because you take one taste of rumi and you fall in love too. His medicine is for this born Orthodox, relapsed, ran away, born again Jew. His medicine is a medicine that says that it's okay to admit, as Andrew said so beautifully, that I love God and I can come out of the closet about that. That if I can own that, if I can say that that's true about my experience, then it's not here, it's not here, it's not here. It's in every moment, it's every moment, every moment. Rumi's medicine is so powerful because he invites us into an ecstatic, in the deepest sense of that, an ecstatic relationship with our bodies, our hearts, our minds. But nothing is on the outside of Rumi, right? As he says so beautifully about the guest house, this being human is a guest house, right? Every day. And how big is your guest house? What are you leaving on the outside? So invite it in, invite in your anger, invite in your passion, invite in your sexuality, invite in your truth, invite in whatever it is that's real about you, invite it all in. Because in the house of God, there's room enough for everyone. And so when I read Rumi as a, a rabbi, as a Jew, I don't feel like a rabbi, but I feel more Jewish than at any other point. He said it's not about your creeds, it's not about your, your high school education, it's not about the degrees on the wall, it's not about what temple you went to or didn't go to, it's about your heart. And all of us have one heart, says Rumi. So in one beautiful quatrain, it is not Masnawi he says, that today, right, today I'm a Hebrew, tomorrow a Christian, the next day a Muslim, I wear the face that the beloved needs to enter the room. And that message is the message, the message of inclusivity, the message of universality, the message that each and every one of us is a child of the Most High, each and every one of us. 
And then no matter what belief systems, what constructs we create, we fabricate, we create as a way to distance ourselves from the other, there's a deep undercurrent that says we are all that one heart beating in different rhythms, in different music, in different modes. But we're that one heart, one heart. So for me, Rumi is, is a voice for our generation. The voice that is the voice of poetry, the voice of a truth that transcends ideologies. It's the voice of peace and it's the voice of power. So thank you for being here.